How are you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we stand off my base, step 42 of Masech Donazir, friends. Well, um, yeah, I don't know. Step uh, 42, we talk about some technical Nazir stuff. It's going to get kind of technical tomorrow as well. Um, but, yeah. All right. We signed off then, base and with Aleph, all the way at the top. Omar Mar, we said earlier, Oh. So we had said yes, yesterday, no, two days ago, that um, when it comes to a Nazir, a Mitzorah, or a or the Levim when they uh, got inaugurated. So it says that they, if, it says, V'chulam, by any of these scenarios, Shigilchu, if they remove their hair of their body, Shalom Basar, without a razor, they use some other means, or Shashiru Shteisaris, or if they left over two hairs that they didn't fully remove the hair. There were still two hairs left over that were supposed to be removed. Loss of Lokum, it does not work if they don't use a razor or if they leave over two hairs. So says, One second, my, my chair is a little bit wobbly. Come on, unwobble. Okay, it's unwobbled, I think. So, oh, so says, that this teaches that Rubo that the concept of a majority being like the whole thing is clearly from the fact that by a nazir it says a nazir tome it says that on day seven they have to remove all of his hair and that means all they have to remove all of the hair of his head so so specifically by nazir the Torah had to say that you have to remove all of the hair implying that in general, however, rubo kikulo, we would say that most, right, the majority of the hair would be enough. So we see that, that the concept of rubo kikulo, of, right, that the majority of the hair is like, right, the majority of something is like all of something is midoraisa, and that's why the Torah had to go out of its way to say that, however, by nazir, you gotta go for the whole thing. Friends, there's a lot of, um, girls outside in the park so in the park which is always the scene of all of my uh, interruptions so for the past two days i don't know why but for the past two days there has been a girls school that seems to be conducting their classes in the park outside of my house and i guess when you have a hundred young girls in a park it tends to get noisy i, I really don't understand why why their school seemed to move right outside my window um, so anyways, it's just quite, it's pretty noisy, and my neighbor has not yelled at them. Alright, so, So, says, yes, but this is by a, um, this is by a Nazir Tome. So, how do we know that this would apply to a regular Nazir as well? That you'd have to, that you'd have to uh, remove all of there. So, hi, Benazir Tome. So, Machuku Alip, my Ravi. In Eretz Yisrael, they laughed at Rabbi Yisrael because they said, How do we know that a Nazir Tomei, you have to remove the hair with a razor? We learn it out from Nazir Tahor, that since by Nazir Tahor, you use a razor. So we learn out also by Nazir Tomei, you use a razor. So with regard to having to remove all of the hair, so sure, it's written by Nazir Tomei, but apply it to Nazir Tahor. That just like by Nazir Tomei, it says in the uh, Torah that if you, uh, they have to remove all of the hair, and if you remove two hairs, that if you leave two hairs, then garnished, it doesn't work. So also by Nazir Tahor, 
ki shayr shte sayris velo klum ovad so oichid by no by no you have to remove all of the hair, and if you leave any over, so then it doesn't work. Boya baya baya sakasha nozu shegilach v'shir shte sayris. Okay, so now we're going to ask a few very technical questions until we get to the Mishnah in about ten lines. Boya baya baya sakasha nozu shegilach v'shir shte sayris. So if you have a nozir who um, shaved the hair of his head, but he left two sayris, so that's a problem. So machrosho. And then he kind of fell asleep for a while, and like several days, maybe like a week or more. And by then, um, his hair had grown, his, his, whatever he had already cut had now grown. And at that point, he then decides he's going to remove the final two hairs. So basically, he shaves all of his hair, leaves two hairs, which makes it, un, right? He didn't fulfill his obligation because he has two hairs remaining. He then kind of like, you know, forgot about it. In the meantime, the rest of his hair grew back, essentially, to some extent. And now he decides, oh yeah, right, there's those two hairs, let me go remove them now. But by then, there's already more hair. Do we say that, well, now you have to remove all of the hair again? Or do we say, no, as long as he goes back and removes the two hairs that he never got to initially, that would be enough. And it doesn't seem like we answered that question. And there's going to be some more of these kind of very technical questions. But Rava, Rava asks, A fellow, a nozir who shaved his head, but he left two hairs. And then, from those two hairs, he removed one, and then the other one fell out. What's the halacha? I understand, what's the kasha? Is it saying that like, or is he asking whether you can remove one hair at a time? Meaning, you removed all the hair of the head. You left two hairs. You then removed one of them. Like, what? Well, what should be the problem? Okay, so now there's no longer two hairs left. No, rather say fakert. Say he shaved all the hair of his head. He left two hairs. One of them fell out, and at which point, when there was only one left which isn't really considered, I guess, multiple hairs, it's only one hair, he then decides he's going to remove that hair, but he kind of lost his chance, I guess, to like, you know, get a haircut, because I guess that doesn't apply when there's only one hair, because the other one fell out. Okay, he says, well, no, it doesn't count as removing the hair, as shaving the hair, because there's no hair. What What do you mean that it's not considered like he shaved his hair because there is no hair. If there is no hair, then doesn't that mean that Mimele, he did shave his hair? So, nonetheless, even though there's no hair here, still, um, he's not Mekayim, the mitzvah of Giluach. If the hair falls, or if he leaves two hairs, one falls out, and then the other one he cuts. That wouldn't work. Says the Mishnah that a Nazir can shampoo his hair, and he can even separate the hairs with his hands, with his fingers, but he can't use a comb, right? Because obviously we're concerned, right? The concern is about uh, removing hair. So we say he can shampoo his hair, that's fine. He could even uh, separate his hairs with, as long as he's used his hands, that's fine. But don't use a, a comb. So how come he can shampoo his hair and separate the hairs with his hands it's Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon says Dovr Shem is Kavin is Mutter. Reb Yudha says Dovr Shem is Kavin is Oster. So here, he's not allowed to remove the hairs of his head. Um, but we're saying if he's shampooing his hair, 
and some hair falls out, that's fine. That's not a big deal. So therefore, he's allowed to. It's okay. He didn't intend to do it, and therefore, it's okay. And 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 therefore, he could uh, shampoo his hair. It's not a concern that he's going to be intentionally removing his hair. Aval lo sorek But one second. But when it says that you can't use a comb, that sounds like the rabbis. Meaning the rabbis being Rabbi Yehuda, who argues on Rabbi Shimon. So that sounds like the rabbis, right? Who say Darvashin Miskavin is also right. We're saying you're not allowed to comb your hair. But when you comb your hair, I mean, who's to say that you're necessarily going to remove hairs? It should be a Davashim Miskavin. Yet we're saying that it's also Reish Rabshim Misefer Abana. I don't understand. We're saying that you could shampoo your hair and you can separate hairs with your hands because it's a Davashim Miskavin. That's like Rabshimin. But then we're saying, but don't comb. That sounds like we're saying Davashim Miskavin is also, which is like Rabbi Yehuda slash the Rabbana. Amrava Kula Rabshimini, Kalasoik Lasser Nimin Medoldolos Miskavin. Uh, so the Gemara answers, so says Rave, no, the entire Mishnah is Rib Shimon, but there's a difference between, you know, streaking, stroking, streaking, rubbing, running your hands through your hair with, running your hands through your hair versus running a comb through your hair. If, right, when you run your hands through your hair, you may not actually remove hair. Um, and it's not your intention to remove hair. Whereas when you use a comb, sort of your intention by using a comb is that any loose hairs will be removed as well. So uh, right, any loose hairs or any, I guess, weak hairs will be removed as well. And therefore, um, using a comb is not a Dover Shainu Miskavin. And that is why it is also even according to Rib Shimon. So the whole Mishnah is Rib Shimon. There's just a fundamental difference between shampooing and using your hand on the one hand and using a comb on the other. Using a comb would be also. Says the Mishnah. Rabbi Shmuel Omer says, Rabbi Shmuel, lo yachov ba'adama. Don't sh- that a nazir cannot shampoo with earth. Because if you shampoo with earth, it is going to remove hairs. And of course, a nazir is not allowed to remove hairs. Right? It's, it, it is necessarily going to remove hairs. Is the Mishnah saying that you can't shampoo your hair with earth because it removes hair, which is a problem? Or is it saying because there are certain types that remove hair, therefore you cannot re- shampoo with any kinds of earth, even earth that wouldn't remove hair? The mine afkamina, what's an afkamina? Right? If you have earth that would not remove the hair, that's where we have the question. If we're saying that you can't shampoo your, uh, a nozer cannot shampoo uh, their hair with earth because it will remove hairs. But if you have a shampoo that doesn't remove hair, then I would say it should be okay. But, right, so if we know that it won't remove the hairs, so then it should be fine. But if you say that you can't uh, uh, shampoo your hair with earth, because since there are certain types of earth that will remove hairs, Therefore, you can't shampoo your hair with any kinds of earth, so then you wouldn't be able to use any kind of earth. Take a, we say, ich weiß nicht. Says the Mishnah, If you have a nozer who is drinking wine all day long, we only give him one set of, we only administer one set of lashes if he was only warned once. However, if, if they said more than one time, uh, don't drink wine, but he continued to drink wine, then he's going to be chayv, a set of lashes for each uh, warning that he received. If a fellow was shaving the gans tug, he was shaving all day, 
If he was shaving all day, so he's only if they only wanted it once, so then he's only chayiv one set of lashes. Ella, achas, fine. Amulal tigaleach, tigaleach, vumigaleach, chayiv akol achas vachas. But if he's shaving all day, I don't know how you could shave all day. I mean, I guess maybe different parts of your head. Um, so and they keep on telling him don't do it, and they keep on warning him. So then he's going to be chayiv a set of lashes for each warning that he received. If he was becoming tamei to the dead, impure with dead tuma, so then or all day and he's only chayiv one set of lashes if they warn him but once. But if they repeatedly warn him, do not become you know don't don't be tamei mace, and he keeps on doing it. Uh, Sen is going to be chayv a set of lashes um, corresponding to each um, warning received. Says the Gemori, itmar it was stated on Marabin. Wow, all of a sudden it's so quiet. All of a sudden it's so quiet. Either all these girls are entertained, or it's going to get very loud again soon. I guess we'll find out. Itmar Amar Rabba Amar Vuna. Um, says, uh, Rabba in the name, uh, so Rabba says in the name of Ravuna, Mikramale Dibar Kosov, the Pasuk says by Nazir, Lo Yitama, that he cannot become Tame, Kshu Omer Lo Yavo, but it also says Lo Yavo, that he cannot come, Lazir Allah Tuma, Lazir Allah Bia, so it's saying that if he becomes, right, there's, two, there's three ways that he could become Tame Mace. One is by touching a mace, the other is by carrying a mace, so even if you don't touch it, but you're carrying it, and thirdly, by going into a, 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 a ohel, a tent or a house, a construct, a building that has a dead body in it. So, um, so, so says Rabbah in the name of Ravuna that when the, right, the puzzle says lo yitama and lo yavo to say that if you touch a mace and then you go into a house with a, that has a mace, so then, um, you will be, right, it will be considered like two separate tumas. And you could be chayiv lashes as a nazir for each one separately. Aval tuma vituma lo, but not multiple rounds of tuma. If you touch a mace and then you touch another mace, then that wouldn't um, count as two separate tumas. Rav Yosef Amar Elohim Amar Avuna Afilu Tuma Vituma. To which Rav Yosef says Ma Pitom. Rav Huna would say even tuma followed by tuma. Dom Rav Huna because Rav Huna says Nazir Shay Omer Bevesakvaris. If you have a Nazar who is in a cemetery, so he was already tummy. Vehoshitlo meso, umesacher, and then they pass to him either a dead relative of his or another, uh, or, or a different, uh, uh, corpse. Vinagabo, when he touches the corpse, chayv. He's going to be chayv another time. Amaya, mitami vikoyim, but he's already Tommy because he's in the Beisakvaris. We assume that he was already, that he already became Tommy when he went to the Beisakvaris. So he's already Tommy. And then they pass him a corpse and he becomes Tommy again. So that's Tuma Achar Tuma. So we see that Rav Huna clearly holds, says Rav Yosef, that even Tuma followed by another Tuma would be a separate, uh, Tuma. But Abaye Asakasha, a coin. So when it comes to a coin, and we're assuming it's talking about a coin gadol over here, so also just like a nazir, a coin gadol cannot become tummy to any relatives, shahaya or to anybody, to anybody or to including his close relatives. Shahayla mace munach akseifo, and the coin uh, gadol had a uh, corpse on his shoulder. Vahoshit lo meso meisacher, and then they um, gave to him either a dead a, 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 a dead relative or a different corpse. Vinoga bo, and he touched it. Yochul yechayiv is a possible that he will be chayiv tamulomer v'lo yechalo. 
The Pasik says that he shouldn't become uh, pro, pro, profaned. Profaned? He shouldn't become Tameh. Somebody who is not yet Michulo. As opposed, right, so this Kohen Gadol who already had a corpse on his shoulder was already tummy. He was already in a state that he's not allowed to be in. So when he, when they pass him another corpse, he doesn't get another tumor. So, so, so we see that from this brise that there is not tumor achar tumor, right? So, right, tumor v'tumor. So Rav Yosef wanted to, you know, prove that according to Rav Huna, there is tumor v'tumor. If, and the fact that we said if you have a Nazar in the base Akvaris who's already Tameh and then you pass a, him a corpse, it's, he's Tameh again. But yeah, we have this Brysa that says that if the, there was a, 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 a mace on the shoulder of the Kohen Gadol and then they give him another mace, he, is, he does not get another, receive more Tumah because um, he's already Mechula, right? It says, he's already Mechula. But then Rav Yosef responds to Abai and he says, yeah, but what do you do about our Mishnah? It's not that it says in our Mishnah, Abai Nazir, that if he was becoming Tmeimais throughout the day, he would only be Chayev lashes once, if they only warned him once. But if they warned him multiple times, then he's going to be Chayev Makis for right, corresponding to each warning. But once he already becomes Tame once, he's already Tame. So how could he receive uh, more lashes? So Ella Kasha Adade. So it sounds like we have a Kasha. On the one in our Mishnah is saying that you can become Tameh multiple times. On the other hand, we have this Brisa that says that you, you know you can only become Tameh, right? It says right that once you're Mukhulal, it doesn't count as a separate tumor. So Lakasha can be chiburin, can shilo bichiburin. So the Gemara answers, well, there's a difference. In the Brisa was talking about where the Kohen Gadol had a corpse already on his shoulder and then he touched another corpse and we're saying in the Brisa he does not become uh, a Tameh again. However, our mission is talking about where he, he, he touched the corpse multiple times but he wasn't, you know, he, he, he touched it and then he stopped and then touched it again. So it was, it was separate touchings and therefore he's going to be Chayv multiple times. But one second. So Rav Yosef seems to be assuming from the fact that the Brisa is talking about Tumah Bichiburin, uh, right? The, the Kohen Gadol was, was um, carrying the corpse and and then it's a Shailah, does he become Tameh again? And how many lashes are there? So it sounds like Rav Yosef is assuming that, that this concept of Tumah, when you're already touching Tumah, is a, is a Deoraisa concept. But Ha'omru Rav Yitzchuk by Yosef, Ha'omru Rav Yitzchuk Rav Yitzchuk by Yosef says the name Rav Yane, Lo Amru that when it comes to Tuma uh, Bichiburin, it's only with regard to Tuma and Kachim, but not for Nazar and Osa Pesach. And if you say it's Doraisa, then what should be the difference? This is talking about a case where Shimon is touching a corpse and then Ruvain touches Shimon. So the, so, so the Brisa says, or is it a Brisa? Rav Yitzchak by Yosef says, name Rav Yanai. That so if Shimon is touching a corpse and then Reuven touches Shimon, lo amru tuma bechibun el lechuma vekachim. So then Reuven would only be tamei vis-a-vis truma and kachim. He would not be able to eat truma and kachim. Avo lenazir veose pesach. Lo, but he would not be considered tamei with regard to you know if he's a nazir in regard to a nazir becoming tamei or you know being able to eat korban pesach. It, right, he would not be considered tamei. But if you say that Tuma Bichibun is Midoraisa, then what should be the difference between Truma, Kodshim, Korban Pesach, Nazir? It should all be the same. If it's also, right, if it's Tuma Doraisa, it's Tuma Doraisa. So the Gemara answer is, 
can be chibur adam b'meis. It depends. The brayser where it says that uh, where it assumes that tuma bechiburin is midoraisa, right? The brayser where it talks about the coin with the corpse on his shoulder and then he touches the other mason, it's a kasha. It does he become tummy again? Does he get makas again? That whole shaila I eat still raisa. So that's talking about where it was. Um, um, that was talking about where where where's mace uh, bemace, uh, right? Chibure adam bemace, right? So that's talking about where the coin gadol was. Uh, uh, carrying a mace directly, and then that, and then he touched another mace. Whereas the case where we're saying it's derabanan is where Ruven isn't touching the corpse; he's touching Shimon, and therefore it's only midirabanan. Um, and there's a difference between truma and kachim on the one end, and uh, um, pesach and nazir on the other. Friends, that was the membase of Misechta Nazir. I hope you enjoyed. Peace out. Bye.